How you doing? Well, that's good. Welcome to Broad Street Hockey Radio. That's right, BSH Radio, and it is our rest of the league uh, preview show. I guess we could call this Ice Sport Radio, but like we don't do that anymore, so branding it differently seems foolish. Just call this a bonus episode of BSH Radio. We're going to talk about the rest of the league, but of course... We're a Flyers podcast. We're going to focus on the Flyers. Uh, last night, if you listened to last night, yesterday's episode, uh, you heard us say we're going to get to the division. We're going to talk about the, uh, what the hell is it, the uh, Trojan Condoms Eastern Division. What are they called? I believe that's correct, yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and we never did, so we're going to do that tonight. We're going to talk about the Flyers division, the rest of the divisions, divisions uh, predict some trophy winners, including that big old Stanley Cup thing. So let's get right to it, and let's do the intros. Let's lead it off with Stephalicious D-Step Driver. As I see, I just, as I see her fucking around with something else. Not. I just broke all. my microphone, so like, oh, we're doing, we're doing great here. Um, I looked at the Flyers' schedule today for the first time since it was released. I don't even think I looked at it when it was released and realized that the Flyers don't play the Rangers until like halfway through February, which I think is interesting. I mean, that's, that's not it. that far away. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's that's like, like that's like a month. Well, away. they play, so they play Pittsburgh, New Jersey, Boston, and then they play one of them again, and then Washington, and then I think the Devils. They have a four-game set, I believe, to end the month with the Devils and uh, the Islanders, which makes me want to kill oh, right, myself. Them. Um, but like they play everyone else, and then it's like, oh right, and then New York. Yeah, well, they got to save that game. It's a big one. Oh, yeah. Everyone's waiting to see the Rangers. <laughs> they're, they're hot in the betting market, I'm telling you. From TheAthletic.com, Charlie O'Connor. How's it going, Chuck? Like, you're pretty, you're pretty chill these days. Like, not much going on. Just <laughs> relaxing with your feet up. Yeah, just a little. Um, no, I mean, it's, it's hockey season. It's back to the grind. Um, one thing I did find funny today, though, is that it seemed like the entirety of Flyers fandom came to the realization at the same time that, like, Nate Prosser was actually a player on the team in the organization. I don't think Who anybody, knew? I don't think anybody really realized that until it was like, yeah. oh, he's on the taxi squad. That guy. This fucking oh, guy. Oh, great. Well, we, at least that answers the question, who's the whipping boy going to be? Like, when he draws into one game, <laughs> it will be the end of the world for at least one of these 56 games. The other day when I was bored, I was going through the Flyers' Getty headshots... And I saw him, and I was like, who the fuck is this guy? 
And then I saw the name and I was like, who the fuck's this guy? Like, I am, I am no so bad. If it's not like G or Jake, I'm so yeah, bad at recognizing you? the players. Like, Truly. If I had Charlie's job, I'd just be like, hey, man, what's up? <laughs> say <laughs> some, say so, something so to give away who you are <laughs> or put your jersey back on. <laughs> Thank uh, God for the numbered sweatshirts, right, Charles? Yeah. Otherwise, you'd be totally screwed. Yeah, right. <laughs> I recognize all of their faces. Yeah, I'm I can, so too. bad at I, the like, ones that I know. I can't recognize half of my family. Like it's there's something like, that matter. I'm really, there's, I'm like one of those people that like in elementary school I would get like the yearbook and just like flip through the pages and then I'd see people in the hallway and be like, oh, you're Devin Powell. You're blah, blah, blah. And it was weird. I'm one of those people. Can, can, I, I, can, I, can I make a point? Like one of those people, there are yeah. other people that do that. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, <laughs> there's like, it's like a thing. It's called like a super recognizer or something. Like I recognize faces. I have the literal opposite of that yeah. in that. Well, no, it's names, actually. Like, I can't remember a name to save my life. If I read it, like, next to a photo, like a yearbook, like, it's, I know who you are. Like, as soon as I see it, I know who you are. I once had a friend's girlfriend. They'd been together, like, eight, nine months at this point. And it's not like I saw her all the time, but enough. Like, at a party one day, she just, like, makes a show out of saying hello to me. I'm like, we talk, but not like this. And then, like, an (laughs) hour later, she's like, you don't know my name. It's like, yes, I do. How dare you? (laughs) How dare you? And she's like, what is it? And there's someone behind her, like, trying to mouth it to me. I'm like, Conangela. She's like, Brittany. (laughs) Uh, uh uh Yeah, well, all right. Well, that's me. Last but certainly not least, the fly by herself, Kelly Hankel. Yeah. So, like, even though hockey isn't my job job, like Charles, I forgot until today just how busy we get during hockey season yeah oh well, Steph's, I, Steph's job job too yeah like I was like running Obviously. through my schedule for this week and I was like well we're doing the two preview podcasts and then post game Wednesday and then they play like another game and then uh it's that's it that's that's the rest of the next several months this yeah. is it and then this Steph's making me write things oh, it's geez, out Christ. of control it's you gotta just you gotta just not do it until she gives up <laughs> And then what happens? I don't know. We'll see. Say. <laughs> yeah. No, getting 32 sites because it's 31 for the NHL and women's hockey is doing a bubble. Like their entire season is happening. Like, I don't know, end of January, February, getting 32 sites up and running for the season with two weeks notice. Like could kill me. It's fine. Does Seattle have a site yet? Not yet, no, because they don't have a team yet. Yeah, I'm just like, they kind of do. They kind of do, uh, probably over the summer. <laughs> All right, so uh, like I said, we're going to get into the uh, into the Flyers division to start the show. We didn't get to it last night. I figured, hey, when we talk about the rest of the league, we'll include the Flyers division on that show. So here we are. It's actually the, uh, the NHL East division brought to you by Mass Mutual. That's, yeah, that rolls right off the tongue. People are going to say that all the time. Money, <laughs> money well spent. Uh, I just want to do a quick uh, look at the teams in the division 
Uh, we're going to go team by team based on, I guess this is last year's standings. Uh, from the bottom up, we're going to start with the 68-point juggernaut, New Jersey Devils <laughs> last year. Uh, like we joked last night, they were so bad, uh, their goalie quit. Uh, <laughs> uh, like my first their goalie was so intimidated yeah, by by Mackenzie Blackwood. Mackenzie mm-hmm. Blackwood. Corey Crawford was like, "Yo, I gotta go." Well, that's. I mean, it, I, I actually I don't know if these numbers are true or not because it was just a Devils fan friend of mine who texted me and was like, "Man, it sucks that Crawford quit because like we're actually kind of good when Blackwood plays." And according to him, the last two years with Blackwood, they're thirty two, twenty four, and eight. And with at with any other goalie starting, 27, 46, and 14. So, like, I know Mackenzie Blackwood, it's not like he's a superstar, but he at least, they're 500 with him, you know? They're okay, and they are just absolute fucking garbage without him. Are they just going to continue to be garbage like they were last year? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So they've got some guy named Wedgwood black- backing up Blackwood. I've never heard of him. Is this just towns in South Jersey playing in, <laughs> like, playing net yes. in North Jersey? Is that what's going on? Yes. Yep. Mm-hmm. No, this team is going to be bad. The fans know that they're going to be bad. They're hoping that Jack Hughes takes a step forward, but they're starting out the, the season without Nico Heischer because he's hurt. Ha! Um, Imagine having a top two pick start out hurt. Bum. <laughs> cannot. Could not cannot be. be can relate. Could not be. It. Yeah. Um. So they're they're hoping for a lot of stuff to go their way, but even then, if everything goes their way, they're still a bottom two team in this division. Yeah, Does like Jack every- Hughes taking a step forward mean that he like scores five goals? <laughs> um, I don't have the the preview up in front of me, but like probably is yeah. a joke because he sucked, and that makes me laugh. Well, Farabee's already great. called him out number wise. Charlie started that. <laughs> Charlie started that narrative, whether it's true or not. It's absolutely true. Yeah, yeah. This team's gonna be bad. I, I just, I don't, I don't see any way this team is good. Unless, like, I don't know. Maybe if like PK Subban turns back into a great player and no, oh, right, he's sure. still there. Yeah, well, yeah. Jack, Jack Hughes becomes a superstar in year two. But like, even then, look at you. Look at the rest of the roster. Like, it's just not very good. They have a bunch of like. They have a bunch of third liners. They're probably going to trade Kyle Palmieri at the deadline for picks and maybe a prospect. Like, Ryan Murray's pretty decent, but he gets hurt all the time. They're just not that good of a team. So, one of the best parts of my season preview with John from All About the Jersey was that he said Ryan Murray, formerly of IR and, I guess, I don't know, Buffalo or whatever it is. Columbus. Yeah. The other team that wears blue that was in our division at some point. Well, they're projected to finish last in the division. Their over-under is 52.5 points. I should have looked into, like, what that means point percentage-wise, so maybe I could place some of these bets. Uh, But it seems pretty low, uh, considering they're playing 56 games. They're only projecting to win, like, you know, a few of them. Uh, I have them way under that, honestly. I thought my sour candy. It seems kind of high, right? Yeah, I have them at uh, 44. (laughs) Wow, I might do that right now. Yeah, I picked a good day to go through all of these. All right. Uh, next up, we have the Buffalo Sabres, who same point total, basically same record as the Devils last year, finished with 68 points. That's a 493 points percentage. Uh, but they actually made some additions and could make a big jump this year. 
I'm kind of expecting to. I don't know if I like them to make the playoffs, but I think they'll be right there. Like in that, I think it's a three-team division, depending on what we get out of Boston. We'll talk about that. But that fourth spot is kind of opened, and I don't know. I kind of like Buffalo a little. It's possible. They're certainly going them. to be better than they were, given that they have that guy that scores goals from time to time. Um, yeah, I, I kind of think that they could make a little noise at the bottom of the playoff spots in the division, because why not? Because they're terrible. Yeah, they've they got, got Taylor yeah. Hall now. Yeah, they've got Taylor Hall. Yeah, they've got your boyfriend, Jack Eichel. That guy. And that's it. And they've got Darlene. they got some stuff. Darlene, who really hasn't done much in two years. Yeah. Didn't they get a stall? They had a stall or two. They traded. They traded for Eric Stall. I, I'll, yeah. I'll go. I'll go back to what I said a month ago. The last time we talked about the Buffalo Sabers is that I will take them seriously the day that they stop pretending that Rasmus Ristolainen is a top pair defenseman, and not a single <laughs> day sooner. Like you can't. You can't be a good team if your number one defenseman is actively bad. I'm. I'm sorry. Like if 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 they can. Come to the realization that Rasmus Ristolainen sucks. I will start taking him the slightest bit seriously. But as long as they basically are using him as if he's like better Andrew McDonald, I'm not going to take him seriously because you can't win with a bad number one defenseman. You just can't do it. Or can it's you? It's true, folks. You cannot. I'm like, is he that bad? Yes, like, he is yes, that bad. That, like, is <laughs> he really fucking not, bad? Like, is he Andrew McDonald bad? Yes, except yeah. the only difference is Ristolainen is good on the power play. At five on five, he is McDonald bad. I kind and of he doesn't make as much as McDonald. I don't think. No, he makes about as much as McDonald. Does he? Yep. All right. I'm, well, there we go. I'm trying Just to think bad. of another player that gets Charlie like as animated as Rasmus Ristolainen. He's so bad. I know. And, they, and, and it's like it's, uh, it's not even the, that he's bad. Goalie. It's that they ins- Cal- oh Tristan Jari. Oh yeah. No, the other goalie. Another another goalie that annoys me more than Tristan Jari. Yeah, the one that the Flyers got. Uh, oh, um, Calvin Pickard. There it is. Yeah, that was because all the people on Twitter were screaming that he was good and he was not. I was going to say Cal Heater. Cal That's Heater. Not not cool. the Cal Heater is cool. No, <laughs> I, 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 don't like, I don't have anything specifically against Rasmus Ristolainen except for the fact that it annoys me when a team insists that a bad player is good and they consistently tell everyone in hockey that you just don't get it, he's good, when in reality <laughs> everything <laughs> screams that he's terrible. Bro, there's like one on every team though. Yeah, but usually that guy's like at the bottom of the lineup, whereas Ristolainen yeah. averages like twenty three minutes a night. <laughs> you just don't understand. He's good. Like that's, that's what I look because Charlie explained this a long time ago. He always thinks of sports like they're the only true meritocracy, and like <laughs> you win and you lose, you are good or you are bad. And when there's this injustice, like yes. a bad player making a lot of money or getting played like he is good. It just eats Charlie like nothing else. <laughs> it's really so like so like the Sabers. Do you expect them to finish second to last in the division ahead of only the Devils? Do you think they could jump some teams? Yeah. Some other no. teams take a step back. No, I think I think Sabers are going to be at the bottom of the division right along with the Devils. They'll they'll have more points than the Devils, but they're not they're not going to make a playoff push. I think they'll be significantly higher than the Devils because they actually have some good players unlike the Devils, but I still think they're the second worst team in the division. All right. Uh, yeah, that like for the like if the Devils don't win a game, 
if the Sabres win three, like, they're significantly ahead. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> yeah, like, okay, all right. I can accept that. I don't know. I, I, maybe it's just the high-profile moves. I realize their roster has some flaws, but I guess I'm expecting some other teams to maybe take – maybe just wishful thinking like this next team we're going to talk about, uh, the New York Islanders. Uh, they're projecting – uh, they had 80 points last year. They got on that huge hot streak. Uh, DraftKings has them in an over-under of 61.5, which not all that much higher than... Uh, I don't know what these these over-unders that you're saying are. This is not a gambling show. Stop no, doing no, I'm just, it's points. It's what they're projecting their points to be. And oh. so if that's the projection, <laughs> like they're projecting them to finish third or fourth. Like they're I the understand third or fourth. now. Yeah. Thank you. So... <laughs> I, it's just for a point of reference, so we can do them in some sort of order I'm just here. just being an asshole. Let me be an asshole like, from time to they time. They had 80 points last year. They had a, a good hot streak and then really fell off. But, of course, beat the Flyers in the second round. They can't possibly, like... It is just my hope, I guess, they don't make the playoffs and don't make life harder for the How Flyers. How many times are we going to say it, folks? They have oh, to go God. away eventually. They're not that good. I know. And yet... I hate them so, I hate them so much. <laughs> I hate them so much. And I really wish the Flyers had lost to literally any other team last year. Just because now some of the fans seem to think that this team needs to be constructed only to beat the New York Islanders, which that, is like that's a, the stupidest thing. That's a really good point, and that's I do a, agree. It's, a anno- it's, a, it's annoying as hell. Um, the one thing I'll say about the Islanders is that, like, at some point, I guess I just have to accept that they have some sort of voodoo that makes them better mm-hmm. than they really should be. At the same time, the thing that truthfully, like if I'm an Islanders fan, the thing that worries me the most about this team is they're really thin. Like they've had to trade guys away, like Devin Taves, and they just don't have a lot of good young players coming. Like I guess they have Oliver Wallstrom, and that's pretty much it. And the bottom of their lineup kind of sucks. Like. It, they're a team that, like, I I just, if I'm an Islanders fan, I'm very worried about what happens if a couple of their guys had to sit out two weeks because of, like, COVID. Because, I mean, the whole, the whole reason why that team fell apart in the regular season last year was because they lost Casey Zizekas and Adam Pellick. And then after that, the team was trash. And the thing is, is, like, neither of those players are that great. Like, Pellick, I think, is an underrated defensive, but he's not a superstar. And Casey Zizekas is a fourth liner. Like, yeah, he's on he's a fourth liner on a very good fourth line, but he's still a fourth liner. And the fact that that team fell apart after losing those two guys, like, not Matt Barzell, not Anders Lee, but those two guys, shows me that they are a very thin team. And if they I, and, and if they lose a couple guys, like, even middle of the lineup guys, like, they just strike me as... The Islanders strike me as, like, a Jenga tower that you've pulled out a lot of bricks and like, it's still standing and it's still tall, but like they can't afford to lose much more. And this is a year where teams I think are going to lose players because the schedule is more cramped. So I think it's going to facilitate more injuries and there's COVID around. And I'm, if I'm an Islanders fan, I'm concerned about how thin that team is. I forgot about the vomit brothers, Pelic and Pollock. Thank you. <laughs> vomit <that>. brothers. <laughs> you hate them so much. I hate them. Well, listen to how their names. It literally sounds like you're dry heaving. I, you know, if I was an Islanders fan, what I would be concerned about is how long it took to sign Matt Barzell to a contract 
two years after they just lost John Tavares. It's real annoying that they were able to get him in under the cap. Real I just, annoying. I was looking well, at... I, like, it took too long, and this, like, your superstar just left. Maybe don't fuck around with the next. Well, you had to sign Matt Martin. But, like... Oh, had to. Had, had to. to. Listen, I would love for Barzell to leave and go literally anywhere else, because fuck this team. But, like, they also did just have cap concerns that they had to clear up before they could officially get him done. And looking at the deal, like, it's a three-year, you know, $7 million cap hit. It's bordering on one of those illegal contracts with fucking nothing at the beginning and $10 million at the end. Like, it's fucking insane. Uh, like, three and then seven and then ten, and I guess it averages to seven. Uh, do you think, like, Charlie, do you think this hurts them in future negotiations or is it just he understands the business well i mean one thing it does do is because he when this contract expires he's still going to be an rfa but it does make it so the qualifying offer he would get as an rfa is enormous because you base the qualifying offer essentially off of what you made in the final year of your finishing out contract. So that's why Barzell's agent structured it the way they did, because they want to come in with maximum leverage into the next negotiation, where even if you're going to sign Matt Barzell to a one-year deal, he's going to make bank. So it, in that way, it hurts them a little bit, but like that was the only way you were going to get him to sign a short-term deal. You know, the agents aren't stupid. They know they want to position their, their client for the most money he can possibly make in his next contract, and this is the, the best way for them to do it. I just fuck them. I, yes. I just hope that, like, I hope the, fine, the magic finally runs out for this team. And, like, in this division, the... I'm trying to think if this format hurts or helps them, and I think it honestly helps them because of the coach and because of their style. They're going to beat the shit out of teams. That's just what they do. It, would not, it, yeah, it, it wouldn't shock me at all if they get in the playoffs. I mean, I, I have them out, I think, just because of the, the quality of the division, but if they got in over Pittsburgh or Washington, like it wouldn't shock me. Over Pittsburgh or they Washington? They just make me so cranky. Yeah, One of I think the, that's kind of the consensus. Just, like, fuck, fuck them. That's, like, like, Kelly, your point, I think, was great in just that, remember when the Flyers couldn't beat the trap, LOL. Uh, so <laughs> we, had to, we had to go get Alexander Day because he's fast. Yeah. We need to go get the fast guy to beat the trap. So it's like, well, they keep running our defensemen through the boards. Let's, let's make Sam Moran a left winger and see if he can do the same thing to their guys. And exactly. Like, as much as I want that, just because I want to play more physical than they do, I don't know if you have to... Like, to me, it's more of a mindset, not a player you have to go out and get. Like, it's just, let's be tougher as currently constructed. But, yeah. like, to think, okay, we need a goon. Hey, okay, because of this team that may or may not make the playoffs. I'd yeah. like to beat them and not have them be a thorn in the side, but... Uh, fuck them. You, you can beat a team with talent. I do believe, I truly believe that in this sport, you can beat a big, lumbering bunch of doofuses with more hockey talent. Well, no, Tampa Maybe proved, I'm crazy. Tampa proved you had to go out and get the muckers and grinders to get it done. That was the reason, right? Yep. 
Yeah, I mean, the year before... Are we before... talking about Pat Maroon again? Yes, we are. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on to the New York Rangers. Uh, last year, actually finished one point behind the Islanders uh, with 79 points. If I were to say to you, I think they're going to finish... Like, it, would you say they're going to finish at fifth or third in the division? Like, what's more likely? Fifth. Fifth. Fifth? I, I think this team is going to regress. And you know why I think they're going to regress? Because they were Because they're bad. They remind me a lot, a lot of the 2018-2019 Flyers. In that they were the year before they surprised people not because they were actually good, but because they had like five players that had incredible seasons. Yeah. And when those five players didn't all have incredible seasons the next year, the whole thing collapsed because they were so friggin' paper thin on the rest of their lineup that other teams just feasted on them. And, like, the Rangers have half a good lineup. They do. Half their lineup is trash. And that can work when you have Artemi Panarin playing at, M- at an MVP level and when you have, you know, rookies like Adam Fox playing really well and things like that, and, you know, Ryan Strom somehow decides he's going to be good for one year, like, it can work. And Mika Zibanejad's on pace for 50 goals. But, like, I don't think those guys are going to be as good this year, like, any of them. And if that happens, I don't think this team is going to be very good. Like, they have, what, like, $13 million of their cap as dead space? Like, this team shouldn't be good. They, you should not be good when you're literally lighting $13 million of cash space on fire like they are with all the buyouts they have on, the, on their books. Like, this team shouldn't be good, and I don't think they're going to be good. That's, there's a lot of hype surrounding this team right now, and I Why, get it to Because so many guys had that year last year, and I do think, like, okay, Artemi Panarin, great player. Is he going to outscore his career pace again by 10 points? Like, is that all going to is that all going to fall in line for them? And then the idea that Shesterkin is the best goalie. Oh, like, this fucking guy. You know. But like, even if all of those guys had that year last year, which I'm not convinced they did, they were still a bad team. Exactly. That's, that's very what true. came of it? Yeah. Like Nothing. they were still a bad team. Like they're a, a worse team this season. And they've got Jack Johnson. Like, that was their big <laughs> off-season addition, Jack Johnson. I mean, they, they are adding Alexis Lafreniere, and he's going to be good. Oh, that guy. But Jack Johnson. It's a turtleneck. That's and, like, like Le- they have Capo Caco. What did he do? Yeah, and but I, th- I think Lafreniere is better than Capo Caco. Yeah, yeah probably. <laughs> People but all do say that, but how do they know? I mean, Fuck fair. Fair. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> and, like... All the like, they have some good young players who are eventually going to help no, them they win. Don't they? Didn't have a first round draft pick for like seven okay. years. They, they got they got one, and everyone's like, "Oh my god, the Rangers! The Rangers are a bad team." And I need everybody listening to understand this. Like, let it really soak in. The Rangers are a bad team. This is what we've been waiting for for the past ten yeah. years. This is starting to feel. This is now. it. They're a bad team i mean you know if their goalie lives up to the hype they he could still be... won't be as good as lundquist they... if he lives up to the hype all right what does that have to do with any like he's not going to be one of win shit with lundquist i mean they were pretty fucking team. pretty fucking good team though so like they'd make the playoffs they didn't win anything with lundquist right, did, did lundquist have a cup that's lundquist not what we're talking that's not what we're talking about though 
I'm saying they're a bad team. I'm just saying, like, if their goalie lives up to the hype, they will be a playoff team. No, they won't. Yeah. Uh, if a yeah. goalie has a 930 yeah. save percentage, you're going to the playoffs. Yeah, but that's that's not hype. That's insane. There's yeah. no way he's that good. Like, what, uh, maybe Hellebuck, he is. Maybe he is. Hell, Hellebuck had like know. a Hellebuck had like what like a 921 save percentage last year, and he won the fucking Vesna. Like, how good do we think this Russian's gonna be? Every Russian goaltender is the best goaltender that's ever existed in life. Apparently, right now, that's a thing. From the Russian goalie it. factory. Yeah, the Russian I'm goalie factory saying... that I invented in my mind. I'm not saying he's going to be. I believe him to be overhyped, but I don't fucking know. I just, well, I'm, I, telling, I'm yeah. telling you, they're a bad team. I just don't like. It's possible that that Shostorkin's going to be really good, but like, let's if if he has a 9.30 save percentage, he's presenting himself as like the best goalie of the generation as a first year full time player, and I just can't see that as a plausible outcome. No, because he's, he's not the best goalie of his generation, obviously. Because that one belongs to us. Correct. Thank you, Stephanie. You never, I got you. You never know what kind of off-season blood doping he could have been doing. Oh, that's true. <laughs> Ooh. I heard a whole uh, listen, interview about it's not, that the it's, other day. It's not something I want to throw out at anybody. Like, I'm not going to accuse anyone of cheating, but when your country has, like, a history of this, There's, you know. They do that. Yeah. Like, yeah. the germ went in the first round. Why? Yeah. You know? You know why? Because well, that, Ron that, Hextall kind mean. of lost his mind. That's, that's mean, weird. is it? It was. It was a bad first. He came round. to North America and became bad. I don't know. Well, maybe he just wasn't that good to begin with. Yeah, that's probably no more could extra have had oxygen Jacob in the blood. Could have had Jacob Chikrin. Uh, so <laughs> the Rangers. The Rangers. I am alone in thinking could be better than. One of the three worst teams, I guess. I mean, anybody could be better. I just don't think it's likely when half your roster sucks. Yeah, I wouldn't be shocked if they, like, snuck into the last spot because some other team gets, like, decimated by injuries or COVID or something. But also, I won't be shocked when they don't get in. Like, it would take an act of God. We got a lot of that going on right now. I won't go, I won't go that far, but I'm, I'm not expecting it. Let me put it that way. All right. We now move on to the Pittsburgh Penguins, 86 points last year. They're projecting uh, 67 and a half this year. Actually, one more than the Capitals, but I guess the Penguins are just a public team, so they're going to pump up their number a little bit. Um, I think they're on the outside looking in. Like, I just don't see how they're one of the four best teams. Now, obviously, Crosby and Malkin can turn back the clock and fuck up anybody's day, but... Uh, man, I just don't see it. I just I, do not see it happening. I you know who not. wanted them in the Central Division? They did. Right? Because they're not making the playoffs in this division. I truly do not understand how so many people and computers are picking this team to be like 1-2 or 2-3 in the division. I, I talked about it a little bit with Micah, and he thinks that it's mostly because the models – generally assume that every single player on the team is going to play all year without injury. And the Penguins had a, a lot of pretty significant injuries last season. So perhaps that's what people are assuming, that without all of those injuries, they're obviously going to be a lot better. But even with them being perfectly healthy all season, I truly don't see what people are seeing with this team, like at all. I am not even going to say anything because I want to unleash Charlie on Tristan Jari. <laughs> oh, 
Well, I mean, that's that's my main concern with them. I mean, not a concern because I'd like to see the Penguins be bad. It's just that there's no I, – I am nowhere near sold on Tristan Jari as a number one goalie. And, like, if he, if he has a good year this year, then he'll he'll sell me. But I just think that, you know, I'm not sure the Penguins had much of a choice because I guess they probably had to trade Matt Murray. He kind of needed a change of scenery in any case, and, you know, he was going to get paid more, so this was a smarter play. But, like, there's also the fact that – you only have so many more years with Sidney Crosby and Evgeny Malkin as really good players. And to have one of those years be dependent upon whether Tristan Jari is or isn't a good goalie, it just strikes me as a big-time risk. And I don't know if, if I'm the Pitts or Penguins if I would have taken that risk. Now, granted— I personally think it's funny. They're slammed up against the cap, so maybe they had no other choice, but— I don't know, like Tristan Jari and Casey DeSmith as your as uh, your goalie tandem. That's it's a real leap of faith, and and I so I'm actually I'm a little bit higher on the Penguins than I think you guys are in terms of their skaters. Like they have some bad players. Don't get me wrong, quote you know Kakapipi being one of them, but um, <laughs> but. I still think that Crosby and Malkin are very good. I think Crosby will have a better year this year now that he's a year removed from the uh, the sports hernia surgery that he had midseason. And I like their wings, especially at the top. You know, their top I, two I, lines I, are good. Yeah, like I've always been a Jason Zucker fan. I I still think Jake Gensel is overrated, but I guess he's good. Um, you know, Brian Rust will probably have a down year compared to last year, but probably better than his past years. I just like the goalie situation for them really scares me. I just and maybe they're going to be proven right. And Tristan Jari, after one ha- half of a good season in the NHL, is now a top tier starting caliber NHL goalie. You never freaking know, but I'm not putting money on it. And that's uh, like to me, even if Tristan Jari, let's not say he's a star, let's say he's fine, let's say he's good. I just don't see how in a condensed schedule they're going to be able to keep. Uh, Crosby, Malkin, and Latang healthy. I just it's don't fair. see how that's possible. Like they're going to be playing threes and fours, even if they're like semi healthy. They're going to have to be load managed if this team like wants <laughs> to make a run at the end. I, I just did you laugh at load there? Kelly? Yes, okay. load management is one of my favorite things. Like <laughs> uh, we're definitely going to be hearing a lot about load management this season. Yeah, I, I didn't even I didn't even think about it until Bill said it right now. We're going to hear a lot of it this season. I will I say though, like. For my own mental health, I, I need the Flyers to win this first fucking game. I need it so badly. Truly. Like, I can't. I've been telling people, no, the Flyers are finally good. This is the Flyers' time to shine. I can't take another Halloween embarrassment. I can't take another Game 7 beating. Like, I need the Flyers to just smack the shit out of the Penguins night one. I don't care what happens for the rest of the week. They can they can start the season one and three. Win the fucking first one, please. I am begging of you. I've never yeah. asked you for anything. You, well, you let me down and let me down and let me down. Please win this first fucking game. They're gonna. I would also like that because I'm recapping and I've actually never done a game recap God in bless. my entire career as a hockey writer. How exciting. They're going to win. No, it's not exciting. It's going to be a shit show. So They're going to win like 5-3. It's going to be a, a I burner. just want it to be a bloodbath. Like, that's all I want. Well, it's not asking too much. Carter Hart, 28 save shutout. Flyers win 4 nothing. Like, Ooh. why is that so hard? I don't like that you uh, said that out loud. That hard. I, nah, that's fine. All right. 
So we move on now to the three teams that I honestly think could win this division, at least have the best chance. And we will start with the Washington Capitals. 90 points last year. Um, You know, they're a year older. They weren't great second half of the year. Flyers kind of have owned them a little bit. I think they could be anywhere from one to three. Uh, do we think this? Uh, do we think Laviolette could have them back in like the President's Trophy running for this like one no. last stand? It seems like they're preparing themselves for. No, I know that Peter Laviolette is a good coach, particularly at the start of his tenure. I do think that he'll be able to get something extra out of this team. I do not think he is a wizard. People seem to think he is a wizard and that somehow, simply by hiring Peter Laviolette, the Capitals are going to turn into the Capitals of like four or five years ago. And it's just like scientifically probably not going to happen. See, I don't, I don't think it's outside of the realm of possibility that they could be back in the running for the President's Trophy. But I don't think that it's likely, if that makes sense. I just, I, I think that it's, possible i just don't think it's going to happen i'm trying to think of who else they won't even have the most points in the east what was that they won't even have the most points in the east like i don't even think that's a possibility ah i don't i don't know i'm you know i i want to acknowledge that lavulette does have a, a track record of success he's a good coach with good players now when he was here at the end he did not have the good players but washington does fred shiro couldn't have won with those teams lobby had like (laughs) i think that it's it's interesting um it's it's possible they're definitely going to be in the playoff hunt they'll definitely be top three in the division I, I I am um, hedging my bets. Like, I don't think that it's likely they'll be in the hunt for the President's Trophy, but I don't think that it's outside of the realm of possibility. I, th- I think the Caps, to me, are the, they're the highest variance team in the Eastern Division because I could see them being really freaking good because Laviolette gets one last hurrah out of these, you know, out of these star plays. Because that's truthfully, that's the reason why the Caps have declined over the last couple of years. Like, if you look at their roster, they're a surprisingly deep team. Like, they have a fair amount of good players. It's not like they have guys on their roster that are black holes. The problem is, is that, like, their top four or five players aren't as good as they used to be, with the maybe exception of John Carlson. But even he, like, yeah, he had tons of points last year, but his defense sucked. So, like, I just don't know. They, they're they a team where I could see Laviolette squeezing another great year out of Ovechkin and Backstrom and Kuznetsov and all those guys, and they go on a run and they win the division. I could see it. I could also see the floor really falling out from under this team and them, like, finishing sixth. Like, I don't think that's out of the realm of possibility either, whereas the other teams that I think are in the hunt, like, I don't think it's going to—I don't think their worst-case scenario is going to be a total disaster, whereas the Capitals—like, look, let me put it this way. If the Capitals didn't go out and hire Laviolette, like, in the offseason, I would, without a doubt, have them missing the playoffs. Like, it wouldn't even be a question—it wouldn't even be a question to me, because they look like shit in the second half of last season they and they looked and they looked even worse in the bubble. They looked like, out of gas like, completely. Like they they screamed to me a team in dramatic decline. I think Laviolette's a good enough coach to arrest that for now and maybe even turn it around, but like that's where the trend line's going. And if even if they have a good year this year, I'll probably pick them to be bad next year because it's like 
the chickens are coming home to roost for the Capitals, and it's going to get ugly. And they lost Holtby, so they've got their Russian goalie machine. Is that Sorokin? Goalie. Is that him? No, it's Samsonov. Samsonov. Sorokin's in, in with the Islanders. Islanders. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. All these fucking... God, the, the Russian goalie machine. <laughs> yeah, so they've got their guy. Uh, you know, we'll see. I, I think the Capitals are going to be less of a threat next season than they are this season, but it, it could go either way. That's Charlie called that team the one with the highest variance, the Capitals, but I honestly think... Uh, I think the one set up for the biggest fall, and obviously, like they won the President's Trophy last year. So, like the Boston Bruins, a hundred points. Uh, man, right now, would you say they're better than Philly? Like we think, like reputation-wise, they're veterans. Like okay, but I'm not. I really think the Flyers are winning this division. I think Boston is the team, like, set up for the biggest fall. And again, like, you know, 11 more points than any other team in this division last year. But I I just don't see them. Uh, it would not shock me if they're the surprise team in the whole league to miss the playoffs. So the, the fascinating part to me about the Bruins is that if you talk to national people and if you look at the like statistical models, they still consider the Bruins to be really, really good. If you talk to people who cover and follow the Bruins, hmm. they think this team isn't that good. Yeah. Like a lot of people that are around the Bruins think this is going to be like the beginning of the end season for this team as a true contender. Like they looked at that series against the Tampa Bay Lightning and the loss of Chara and the loss of Tori Krug. They're looking at this as like the beginning of the end of an era. And it's interesting to me because there is the that sharks and it there just is there. Falls yeah, apart. yeah. I mean, I made God, that, I, that I made that make me so happy. I made that point a couple shows ago, but like what I will say as well is that the last time there was this disconnect that I noticed where like, the computers and national people were like, this team's good. And the people around the team were like, no, they suck. Was the Dallas Stars going into the playoffs? And they got to the cup final. So hmm. I'm not willing to bury them just yet. Let me put it that way. That's I'm not, I'm not going to say like, oh yeah, they're going to be bad. I just like, when it's, when they're in sixth place at the end of this fucking season, it's not going to be the biggest shock in the world to me. Fair. Yeah, I was, I was convinced that they were going to win the division like just giving it up to them before I talked to the guys over at our, our Boston site, Stanley cup of chowder. And they're like, you know, we'll see. I, I'm, they're not confident after all of the talent that they lost. And I, someone's injured. I can't remember. I was looking Pos for Pasternak. it. Pasternak. Pasternak. Yeah. Oh, right. Pasternak is injured to start the season. So too much Duncan. That's going to hurt them. And in a 56 game <laughs> season, you can't start slow. There's no time mm -hmm. to start slow. We'll see. I I think they'll still be in the playoff picture, but I'm not as convinced that they're going to run away with the division as I was absolutely like three not days ago. No, I mean i I personally would be shocked if they didn't make the playoffs. Um, but I like Bill, and I feel this in a very non-homer way. Like looking at the Flyers and looking at the other teams in this division. I truly do not think it's absurd to think that the Flyers will win the division. There's simply, there's no team running away that is better than the Flyers. I think they match up well with quite a lot of teams. I think there's some teams that are better than them at certain places 
on the roster, but on the whole, like I'm not worried about a single one of these teams. And like the conditions that we were that I mentioned with the Penguins, like okay, they mm-hmm. have these top end guys, but with this condensed schedule, like that's going to be hard for them to play all 56 games. Mm-hmm. The Flyers, their depth, like the condition that that creates for them. Hey, Giroux needs to take a nap. Well, we'll be okay for a week without him. Like, it's not the end of the fucking world when one of our best guys isn't there. And if Malkin's out for 10 games, it will be for the Penguins. Mm -hmm. I just don't, like, and I think the same with the Bruins. But, Steph, you made a great point um, about about Pasta and, you know, they're missing guys in Boston. And that's where we, I want to lead off with the Flyers here. You said, there's no time in a 56-game season for a slow start. Well, if the Flyers... If they haven't grown out of one bad habit, it's still that. <sighs> I know. I still think they're going to win the East. Like, if I'm just looking at all these teams, trying to be as subjective as possible. Now, listen, I could watch the game tomorrow, lose my fucking mind, and say they're going to finish behind the Devils. I don't expect that to happen, but, you know, shit I'll happens. I'll slap you. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we'll see what happens yeah, on the postgame. We'll see. We'll see how <laughs> I'm feeling. I have a few beers in the fridge. We'll see what I'm feeling. Um, Like... Uh, would would the three of you, and let's try to take off the Homer goggles, I know it's hard, do you think that they should be the favorite to win this division? Right now, uh, they are, they're, they're projected to be second place in the division, behind only Boston. I, the I favorite to win the division? Uh, I would not. Are they your yeah. favorite? No. I, I don't think they deserve to be the favorite. I mean, like, look, we, we can talk all we want about the possibility that Boston's going to drop off dramatically, but, like, they won the President's Trophy last year. Like, they they could they could lop 15 points off their pace and still be ahead of where the Flyers were last year. So I don't think it's fair to go into the season and say the Flyers are the favorite for the division when you have the team that was the best team in the regular season in the entire league last year is also in their division. So I guess it depends on what you think the Flyers are going to look like at the start of the season. Is it going to be like last season where they kind of had a really slow build into being awesome? Or are they just going to pick up where they left off last regular season and be awesome? I don't think it's ridiculous to assume that they might just be awesome from the jump. They were not awesome the last time we saw them. That was in the playoffs and I've erased it from my mind. So, okay. <laughs> I have not count. But they were they just were not. I also and this is a team that has started slow for the past decade or so. Going to assume that we're going to get regular season Elaine Vigno, not playoffs Elaine Vigno, which should help things, I think. Um and, you know, Nolan Patrick is back. Oscar Lindblom is back. Carter Hart's going to be better ostensibly than he was last season like I just don't I don't know until they show me that they're going to have another slow start I'm not going to believe that they're going to have a slow start it's just where so I am here's right now what I think here's what I think may benefit the Flyers because I do think that they're going to start slow because they have started slow but I think but they're slow everyone starters until is going to start I think everyone is going to start slow because no one has played hockey in you know since October and training camp was a week long and there were no preseason games so i think that that may benefit them we'll see all right uh see the the point can i make a point here because i didn't really get to jump in here so and then we need to take an ad break yeah we're gonna do playoff teams and then break 
I'm not totally convinced that, like, look, I get it. The Flyers have slow starts. You know, they've had slow starts for a while. But I think part of that was that the Flyers had slow starts because they just weren't that good. Mm-hmm. Like, we, like, we equate this yeah. idea of, like, well, the Flyers just start slow. Like, maybe they just kind of sucked. Mm-hmm. And, <laughs> and now they don't. And the reason why they had a slow-ish start last year was because they were breaking in a brand-new coach. And even then, they didn't really have that slow of a start. If you remember, if you remember in October, they were one of the best teams by advanced metrics the entire month. They had a not that great November. That's when things kind of kind of collapsed a little bit. When oh, I was ready to sell the entire team in November. They had an inconsistent first two and a half months, is what I would call it. That's not maybe not slow start, but like look great, look bad, look like in up until you know they go on their streak to end the season. They were real bad on road trips. That was a big thing yes. in, the, in the first half of the year, especially. But if you go back to this idea that you know, okay, the slow-ish start last year was because they were breaking in a new coach. I remember the exact same thing happened to the New York Rangers the first year at Elaine Vigneault's tenure because one of, a buddy of mine is a big Rangers fan, and I remember talking to him about two months into that season. He's like, yeah, they're still trying to figure out his system. They're kind of a mess. And then the second half of that year, they went on a big run. They got to the cup final. The following year, the Rangers won the President's Trophy. So just saying, that'd be kind of cool. I, I, I'm into it. I don't remember who, but when I asked if the Caps were going to like be on a President's Trophy pick, pace for this last kind of hurrah they're going to be on somebody said they're not going to have the most points in the east and that, was that led like that led me to kind of like give away something I, I think the flyers have an outside chance of the president's trophy i like i just based on the toughness of their division and that's kind of where this it's going to be tough because there's teams in worse divisions but I kind of think the Flyers have an outside chance just because of what they're going to be able to throw at teams on a nightly basis I'm even. I'm not going to go that far, William. Okay, they're not going to get more points than the Avalanche. They're not. They're not my favorite. I'm just saying. <laughs> I think they have a legitimate, like, next tier down chance. Right, uh, let me get your four playoff. Going full teams. on optimism here. I'm into it. <laughs> let me get your. Uh, let me get your four playoff teams. Then we can take a break. Let's start it with Kelly. Oh, shit! I wasn't ready. Flyers. Flyers. Bruins. Caps. Penguins. Charlie. Um. Yeah, I guess I, I guess I'll go with that. I, I, I kind of want to go Islanders over Penguins because I just have this feeling they're going to find a way in. But that, that does seem like the logical four. Steph? I am going to go Islanders over Penguins, so I'm going to do Bruins, Flyers, Capitals, Islanders. I am going to go Flyers, Capitals, Bruins, Sabers. <laughs> I'm doing it. All right. All right. Let's get weird, folks. Just keep the aisles out. Whatever. Sabres are doing it. I'm telling you. All right. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be back on the other side to talk about the uh, Scotiabank, Nova Scotia division. All right, everybody. We are back, and it is time to talk some Canada. Uh, Like... We're we're fifty minutes into this. Yeah, show. I'm, I'm, we're gonna like we're gonna cruise. It, it'll be another longish one, we're but gonna, maybe not as long as I'm last gonna time. try. To, I have a dog that's stuck behind a bed. I don't want to. I don't oh, want to go that. team by team here. It's just kind of like, is there any team in the Canadian division, the Scotiabank North division, uh, that actually isn't bad? Like Nova Scotia, it's not bad. It could be. Worse. It's fine. It could be worse. It's fine. Is there any team that really stands out here? 
like the Leafs. That's it. Toronto's gonna run away with this fucking division. They have to, right? Yes. Vancouver should be good, but they still have a weird situation. But they've got some good young talent. Is Edmonton making the playoffs? Yeah. That's my question. In, in, in this division, I yeah. think so. Yeah. Yeah, because all right. So let's just count them down. Calgary. No, Edmonton probably. Montreal, I would like to fire into the sun, but they'll probably make it. Ottawa, (laughs) can't even take you seriously. Toronto will win the division. Vancouver will make it. And Winnipeg is still a little bit of a mess. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I... So like Ottawa, just forget them. Like whatever. Yeah, they just don't exist. So 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 re- so really, we're talking about six teams here. I think Winnipeg is going to drop off dramatically yeah. because I don't they think stay. that Connor Hellebuck is going to have. Do like, they have any defensemen yet? I mean, not really. Like uh, any. I mean, but the thing is, like the whole reason why they were even like they weren't even good. They were just not horrible. Yeah. The only reason why was because Connor Hellebuck had the best season of any goalie in the league, and like I'm not expecting him to be bad, but he just has to not be awesome. And then they're going to suck. So I think they're going to suck. Vancouver is basically the Rangers. Like, Oh, come on. They have half a bad roster. Yeah, but we like them. <laughs> we like them. <laughs> Do we? <laughs> yes, they're likable. So I kind of think... Brock Besser and... and uh... Patterson. Yeah. I mean, I think they're. I think they'll be in the mix. But like to me, I mean, Toronto should be should run away with this division. They're the best team on paper, and I'm on record as saying I think Montreal is going to be good this year. Is Toronto your? Is I think Toronto has the best chance at the President's Trophy. Yeah, it's such an easy division. It's such they, an they, easy they really fucking division. Should. I mean, they should go oh, like eight and zero against Ottawa. Yeah, everyone really everyone's yeah, going right? eight and zero against Ottawa, <laughs> except <laughs> except for Montreal, who couldn't beat them last year I'm for whatever reason. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not putting Edmonton ahead of Calgary. I'm just not. Really, I don't like. I don't like the Calgary team. I don't like the Calgary coaching. I don't know what it is, but I just don't like them this year. I would put the Oilers ahead of Calgary. I think. Like I don't. Like all it takes. They is, got a goalie. I, like, I know, but if McDavid and Drysaitel just like do their thing. What happened last year? But they were in a yeah. division with actual hockey teams last year. No, they weren't. Well, that's true. There was a lot of, a lot <laughs> no, of California teams. No, that's, that's not true. Yeah, that's like the fucking teams. Kings they are in, in their division. California and Arizona. Okay, fair. Fair, fair. <laughs> like, I, I'm t- I like Calgary better than Edmonton. I like Montreal better than Edmonton and Toronto, obviously. And I'll take Vancouver, too. Yeah, I think where we differ is just the, the talent level that they have in Calgary. I, I probably go Toronto, Montreal, Calgary, Edmonton as my four playoff teams in this division. I would agree with Charles. That's uh, I don't know about the order, but I would agree with the teams. T- Toronto, Montreal. Vancouver did well in the playoffs too. Like I Vancouver makes it. I've decided they're making it. Toronto, Montreal, Calgary, Vancouver. I really think so now, Vancouver, Calgary. I'll go that. I'll go there. Eh. Now Calgary, Vancouver, three and four. No. Toronto, Montre- <laughs> Toronto, Montreal, Calgary, Vancouver. That's what I'm going with. Toronto winning the President's Troop. Tattoo it on your body. You can't change it again. Okay. Yeah, I, Toronto, oh, we're going to go nuts here. Toronto, Vancouver, Montreal, Edmonton. Really? It is, behind Toronto, it is, like, I expect. It's Mon- like a, it's a free fall. I expect Montreal to be pretty good. Like, yeah, I don't know. Maybe they should like, be good. They might finish 11 points behind Toronto, but I expect Toronto to have more than anybody in, in hockey. So, like, 
Yeah, I think that's interesting that you said you expect them to run away with the president's trophy because in this division, they play they Ottawa totally eight times. Totally good. <laughs> yeah, they're pretty much like spotted twenty-five points to start the season. Like, don't yeah. don't don't they? They might play Ottawa even more than eight times, right? Yeah, because there's only team. Yeah. Oh yeah, there's only like. They're going to play Ottawa every Tuesday for three months. <laughs> yeah, I just, like, Toronto runs away. How funny is it that, like, Boston might fall off the face of the earth and Toronto can't even beat them? Like, they don't even they don't even get the pleasure of climbing that mountain. That mountain was oh, blown up with... extremely funny. The mountain was blown up with dynamite, and now they just get to walk. Like... <laughs> That is that is really funny, actually. It's it's I, I find it a little uh, hilarious. All right, let's move on to the Discover Central Division. Did we take division. a break? Yeah, we just we, did. We just take a break. Oh, I forgot. Sorry. Oh. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we did. Hello. You're right. I, I forgot too, Kelly. <laughs> we did right before I whined that it's a long show. Oh, perfect. Yes. Bear, is, Bear is stuck behind the guest bed for the second oh, go, recording. Go in for him. That sounds like a him problem, honestly. It is a him problem, but I can hear him whining, which means the listeners are going to hear him whining. But he's fine, everyone. He's fine. Like we can vamp while you free him if he's like in if he's in distress. No, no, because then he'll be he'll be barking. He's not in distress. All right. He went and followed a cat, and the cat can get in and out of there a lot easier than a sixty-pound uh, beefy dog can. He's the cat. Fine. So the cats are fucking with him, basically. The cats are totally. They're like, come with him. follow it's me. Shenner, Shenner and then, is fucking with yeah. him. Oh, Shenner, he's a mischievous bastard. Well, no, like Bear deserves it because Bear <laughs> will. Shenner, like, all right. So here's our break that we're taking, oh, right? Christ. So Shenner will jump up on. <laughs> the dresser and swat at bear and bear will jump up and just start pulling clumps of fur out of Shenner. Like, ha, you thought I couldn't reach you. So bear deserves this. I'm looking at, okay. The discover central division. Uh, that's, eh, it could be better. Um, (laughs) like discover the central. Yeah. (laughs) Discover the central. Try to discover four fucking playoff worthy teams here. That's what I challenge you to do. Seriously. Right. Um, like, Oh, I get you know we all like Carolina and they're kind of a sexy pick again. Uh, Tampa. Doctor T was promoted to assistant general manager. Started from the bottom, the bottom being Broad Street Hockey. <laughs> now he's the AGM of a hockey team. That's insane to me. Crossing my fingers one day. You know, Charlie, Who you'll have us? me in your front office, won't you? Uh, he won't have any no of com- us. No comment. Yeah. No, none of us are getting jobs. <laughs> Charlie is gonna have, Charlie's going to have to pay someone a lot of money to, keep to erase me out. all known association <laughs> yeah. with us. Although I could be the person that you pay a million dollars a year to tell you no five Fair. times. Fair. Fair. you make a dumb choice. So, like, Tampa, like, so Carolina we all like, and they're kind of a sexy pick again. Tampa, obviously they're a little depleted, but they're fucking Tampa. Yeah. And then you just look at, like, all right, I like Nashville. They should be pretty good. Nope. Columbus. Stars and eh. Columbus. Stars and Columbus. Yeah. Like, yeah, d- so Dallas will definitely make it. Yeah. You've got, you've got, you can, as we were able to just cross off Ottawa, I think you can confidently cross off Chicago and Detroit. Because uh-huh. yeah. they're both just going to be really bad. Yeah. You can so cross off leave, the Panthers, that, that, too, I believe. Confidently. I don't think you can fully cross them off. I don't know I mean, about I, cross I mean them you off. can, but, but I don't think you can fully cross them off the same way you can cross off Detroit and Chicago. I mean, fair. Like, there's going to be, I think, a fourth team that makes the playoffs, and the two or three teams, like, behind it will be one or two point. Like, it'll be a race till the end for that fourth spot with a bunch of mediocre teams. That's what I, yeah. like. Yeah, I can see like, that. Yeah. I, Dallas, I don't hate the idea of Columbus sneaking in there. 
just because I enjoyed my time in Ohio, which is a very <laughs> weird sentence to say out loud. But That's like, like a sarcastic thing someone that did prison time in Ohio would say. <laughs> <laughs> so I was... I was kind of on board with the idea of Columbus being the fourth best team in this division. That's what I'm, I'm looking at that. But, but my concern is, is that it seems like Pierre-Luc Dubois might get traded. Like in, like in season. So what's happening there? He, he just wants, doesn't want to be in Columbus anymore? Yeah, he wants out. Shocker. And like, yeah, and they like, it seems like this is moving. Uh, what I thought Columbus was going to do truthfully, I thought Columbus is just going to wait until the offseason. That that was my first thought. They'll wait till the draft. They'll trade him then. But it seems like this is kind of moving. Like they're having like out and out negotiations with teams. And if they lose him, I mean, unless they get back something really good, which I guess is possible. Like he's their number one center, and they don't have very good centers. Like Miku Koivu, who is basically like forty, is going to be their three C. So they're already not that great center. Miku Koivu's still in the fucking league. Yeah, yeah, they saw, the Flyers were interested in him. They would have picked him, I think, as their four C, but he picked Columbus over the Flyers. I man, Godspeed, sir. My brain. Yet another free agent. Not yet another free agent. Doesn't want to come. Not to a premier destination. It's not. Not like Columbus. <laughs> Did not want to work with Chuck Fletcher again. Yeah. But <laughs> no but, fucking thank you. But no, I, you know, Columbus kind of was my original pick. But if they lose Dubois, I'm not sure if I would consider them to be the fourth best team. And then I guess for me, it would come down to, I guess, I, I mean, if I really had some guts here, I would pick Dallas to miss the playoffs because Ooh. of just how, well, and it's not because I don't think they're good, but like, they have a lot of guys that are hurt. Like they're They've miss- got a lot of guys that have Oh, Rona. fuck, that's right. Say, they all have Rona. Their season yeah. doesn't start for a week after everyone else's. They have, what, 17 guys with the Rona? But, like, Bishop can't play. Is like, Sagan can't play. Like, they have a lot of guys. Mm. They, like, like they really, and I mean, to their credit, I mean, they gave it everything they had for the, um, you know, for the, for that cup run. But, like, they strike me as a team that I, I worry about the toll that run took on them. That's really interesting. I hadn't thought about how many injuries they have and how many guys they have sick. So, maybe... Maybe they do miss. Maybe this just isn't their year. Maybe Nashville sneaks in. Nashville, I just don't think, is a good team anymore. But look at this division. In a stronger division, I would I would pick against Dallas. I'd kick something. Uh, in a stronger division, I would kick. I would pick against Dallas. But like, even if they get off to a slow start, I see them being able to get the fourth. Yeah, I mean, just looking at the division, it it would surprise me if they weren't in. Who who does Florida have? I know they've got Bobrovsky, Bobrovsky that <laughs> well, does they got, nothing. They, they got they got Barkoff, they got Huberto, yeah, yeah. they got uh, um, uh, the defenseman Ekblad. They they have some good players. Oh, like, I do like, love like, me some Aaron Ekblad. Like I think Florida's good enough that they'll be in the mix, and it wouldn't shock me if they ended up in the fourth spot. Um, but yeah, I mean, the, truthfully, the uh, the the big surprise thing I'm taking in this division is I'm picking Carolina to win it. Oh, I was oh, just going to yeah. say that. God damn it, you've ruined my thunder. <laughs> no, I, I, I'm totally on board with that, for sure. I bet on it an hour ago. hey <laughs> I think Tampa's the a little depleted. Off Dr. Eric Tulski. Yeah, I think, the, I think Tampa's a little depleted, and they're not mm-hmm. going to, like, you know, they're, they're just not going to be the same. 
and, and they don't have to be in a shortened season. And in this division, like, take a fucking week off. You'll still make the yeah. playoffs. If they yeah, just, sure. they could play 46 games and have more points than the rest of the teams playing 56. Like, that yeah. would not shock me at all. So, like, I, I just don't, and I think Carolina, if the goaltending holds up, they're better than anyone. That's the one if question. The with goaltending them. holds yeah, it's up. That's the one question with them. But so Peter far, it has. Fucking Mrazek. Listen. Yeah, it's it's fair. He can still. Let us. Let he us. He can never, still prove me right. He's been doing never, it. Ever forget that this man cannot turn to the right. <laughs> Only here, apparently. <laughs> there, he can turn in all directions and win hockey. <laughs> it's, it's wild. Yeah. So, right, I, so I guess my four my four playoff teams here: Carolina, Tampa. Dallas, because I, I don't have the guts to pick them to miss the playoffs, even though I don't think it's a lock. And then I guess my fourth team is Nashville, I guess. If I'm not picking mm. Columbus, I'm not sold on Florida, so I guess I'm picking Nashville to sneak in. I'm going to get spicy. Carolina, Tampa, uh, Columbus, Nashville. Hmm. I, I just I don't I think that Charlie's completely right. I don't think Dallas has the manpower to make it this year. Yeah, I'm going Carolina, Tampa, unfortunately, Blue Jackets and Stars. I'm going those four teams, but Columbus in fourth, Dallas in third. Fair. All right. Now we go out west to this just fucking <laughs> Those are teams. <laughs> Apparently. A lot, a lot of teams here. Like, those are some teams. It's very teams. funny that Minnesota ended up in the West. That's humorous to me. Yeah, well, you know. I so mean, we, have the... at, we were talking about Toronto before. Like, what if the Avalanche gets 700 points out of this shitty division? Well, there's Vegas. St. Louis, Vegas, Vegas, Vegas lose, yeah. Minnesota. Like there's, like, there's four definite, to me, teams. Can you guys hear the dog? Like, can you no. hear him? I can't. Nope. Okay. So the Honda West Division, uh, they boast the teams Anaheim, Arizona, Colorado, L.A., Minnesota, San Jose, St. Louis, Vegas. I just think there's four good teams, and the rest are actually bad. God, California is a fucking mess. It's I, I, so bad. Remember the right Battle of California? Bill, I'm, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say this. I think you're being generous by saying there are four good teams. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I think so too. Colorado's three. great. Colorado's no, they have three, great. They have three very good teams. Yeah. Colorado's great. Vegas is great. St. Louis and Minnesota. Minnesota's, Minnesota's not good. There, there's the team that I'm like. Eh, yeah. Why do you think Minnesota's good? I don't. We're, we're, like, we're, I think they're better than out, the competition. You've Hello? been hanging out too much with the evolving wild shows, I think. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, They're... I guess, I guess if I mean, you need to pick someone to take the fourth spot in that division, so you can go. It's ahead Arizona. And say, mm. It's Jacob Chikrin. Okay. I mean, I mean, look, Arizona I might I'm... not win a game. <laughs> They're going to. I I think I, I'm taking Minnesota to make the the playoffs in this division yeah. because I think that the three the three California teams are out now bad. And I am not sold on Arizona at all. But, like, that doesn't mean I think the Wild are good. No, it's good. just is that I think someone else has to make the play. They're the least worst. Like, <laughs> in this division, are they good? Okay, no. Obviously, Colorado and Vegas, maybe the two best teams in hockey. Um, where uh, St. Louis, you know, won a cup a couple years ago. Still have some good players. Uh, Minnesota, are they on that level? No. But I think they're... Well ahead of the California teams. That's yes, like, that I, is like true. if if we're gonna tier it, like it's those. But I mean, so, so is Arizona. 
Okay. Like, to, to, to me, this is the easiest division to handicap, which means that, like, the Kings are going to win it. Ha! But you have, like, you have three <laughs> If the really Kings win, teams. I quit. I'm done. I, I retire. But, like, but, but you, have three, you, you have three really good teams. You have three really bad teams. And then you have two teams that suck but aren't as bad as the three really bad teams. So one of those teams has to get in the playoffs. And that's your division. Yeah. I, don't know. I don't know if Minnesota's, like, bad. They're bad. They're not, they're not good, William. Aren't they using, like, Marcus Johansson as their first-line center? Yeah, name, like, two players that play for Minnesota. I'd prefer not to. Yeah. <laughs> and I think like, they said today that they're trying to trade Matt Dumba. Like, why would you do that? Well, all right. I mean, Kevin like, why, Fiala. Why, why would you do that? They don't have centers. They don't. Their centers are Marcus Johansson, who, by the way, is better on the wing, and everyone knows it except for the Wild. <laughs> they have they have Nick Bonino who like fine he's okay I guess oh god oh, is they Cam have Victor, Talbot they, their starter they have Victor Rask who sucks they have uh, Joel Eriksson-Eck, who's like basically like Mikel Vorobiev if he wasn't lazy let me look at Arizona um, and then yeah and then you have Cam Talbot as the goalie like this is not a good team uh, I like Minnesota's the bad I, I I like the defense but hmm. well not if they're trying to trade Matt Dumba. Eh, even without Dumba, I mean Spurs and Suter and Spurs Jonas Bergeron, like they have good defensemen, but they don't have good. They, their their centers are trash, and like I, there are Did players. Did Parise retire yet? Nah, he's still around, and he's still. It's, okay. it's coming though, right? Like uh, Kaprizov, I think is going to be very good. So I do. I am excited to see what he does in his rookie year. That'll be fun, and I think Kevin Fiala is good. Yeah. But I just don't think you can be a very good team without good centers, and they don't have good centers because for whatever reason they decided we're going to trade. We're going to trade Eric Stahl, our only good center, Idiots. for a guy who we're going to make into a center, even though every time he's played center in the NHL, he hasn't been good at it. They're playing positionless hockey. They're the team of the future. There are no centers. Yeah. I'm sticking, yeah. I'm sticking with them over Arizona, but I'm... Yeah. I'm not, oh, I am too. I'm not but as I, confident. I just, I just don't think they're good. <laughs> wow. nope. They're going to win a round in the playoffs, guaranteed. <laughs> They're, they are going to upset I was the gonna Colorado say, Avalanche yeah, in round the one. Abs. The Avs, the Avs are getting lightninged. Like they're going to oh, have, no. they're going to have 140 points in 56 games and get <laughs> lightninged. I mean, Arizona still has Phil Kessel. They've got Clayton Keller, Darcy Kemper. Phil Kessel, like what? Is I Kessel mean, good anymore? Is well, he? he can score a goal from time to time if he chooses. <laughs> If he chooses. Yeah. They, they have. If he's not eating hot dogs. Excuse me, guys. They have Tyler Pitlick. Oh, oh well, shit. They did get Tyler Pitlick. I forgot about that. Yeah. Tyler Pitlick. Tyler I, Pitlick is their fifth highest paid forward. That's good God. Cap hit. Good for him. That's, they're, that's insane. They're a young, cheap team. I'm Please tell picking. me he signed a one year deal. He's going to get paid. Two year deal, and he didn't, he, he, that's the thing. He's not getting paid. He has a one point seven five million dollar. No, that's I'm, if he like, shows how little they're spending. If he's gonna like be in their top six, he's gonna be decent. Like he should have signed a one year deal there and fucking made five million dollars next year. And no, sucked. no, no, he, he's gonna be in their bottom six. Okay. It's just like they have guys like Barrett Hayton who is gonna be in their top six, I would assume, but he's getting paid nothing because he's on an entry level deal. No, Pitlick will be in their bottom six. I just find it funny that, like, he's, he's got the fifth, fifth highest cap. They have there. Caligula. I forgot. Like, I'm just going through. Oh, should have kept. I'm going through their roster, and it is, like, Lawson Kraus. Oh, yeah, he popped up there. <laughs> oh, God, that fucking guy. I'm, I'm... <laughs> Victor Soderstrom, who I'm excited to see how that works out. Sure, sure. 
Derek Broussard. Like they just have a, it's a, just a random collection of players, but I, I Tyler Pitt, have like always goals. and will always like Arizona until Jacob Chikrin is no longer a coyote. I think that they're going to make the playoffs. God bless. No California is, team is going to in Minnesota's bad. Is OEL like out? No, he's there. I mean, like, is he trying they tried, to They tried it? to trade him in the offseason. Mm-hmm. They didn't. I mean, they haven't yet. Well, well, I mean, he's got a no movement clause, so. But, like, he yeah, doesn't want to be it. there. No, he likes it there, I think. Didn't They he, just don't he, like paying he, he, him. He basically gave them, like, three teams who he was willing to go to, and they couldn't work out a deal with any of those teams, so he's still there. I love me some Oliver Ekman Larson. He's going to be, that's who the Flyers are going to trade for at the deadline. Good. I can't Perfect. be bothered to give a shit about a single player on that team. I got to tell you, <laughs> not a That's one. Right. I'll get I'll get you invested in Jacob Chikrin and his little dog Boosie soon. I don't give a shit. I'll tell you. Looking at this West, <laughs> so I want to get some uh, I want to get some predictions, and then we can get out of here. I want to start with the President's Trophy. Toronto was my pick at the start of this whole thing, but looking at this West, man, like Vegas and Colorado are right there. Avalanche. Yeah, I'm, I'm, all day. I'm picking the Avs. Yeah, I'm picking the Avs to win the present. Yep. 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 I think I'm going to stick with Toronto, but I'm less confident in it after really looking at this division. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't think, I don't think Toronto's a bad choice. No, no. Because, because of the division. I, I, think, team, I think they're going to win a lot of games. I think it's close, but Jesus, like Colorado's so fucking good. Mm-hmm. And this division is so bad. <laughs> I hate Colorado. Like, it's a personal God, thing. It's so wild to me. It's like the I nicest know. town I've ever been in. I love the Colorado Arizona Coyotes, town. but is. I hate the Avalanche. Denver. Denver is a place. Where the Colorado Avalanche play? It's I, you know, sometimes I have to root for the underdog. <laughs> I respect uh, But I do have Colorado taking the division, followed by Vegas, St. Louis, and Arizona. All right. Who is, Steph, who is your president's trophy winner? Oh, uh, Toronto. I think, Toronto. yeah, I do think that Toronto's going to win. The, I, they, play, they fucking play Ottawa nine ten times a season like <laughs> i think that it's gonna be toronto it's gonna be great when toronto finishes like third in their division like oh God, it'll be so the good country to- the country will be in anarchy if they just completely yeah. blow this fucking gift wrapped opportunity <laughs> to gift. finally do something in the playoffs <laughs> yeah is that how the playoffs are gonna work too is the first round in your division i don't even know all right i don't remember they did tell us I don't remember. I don't know either. I do that. I like weird shit can happen eight. where like teams that would never play in the Eastern Conference Finals could end up playing in the Eastern Conference Final, that kind of thing. I don't All remember. Right. I don't know. Um, we'll get back to you with that answer on the next Broad Street Hockey <laughs> Radio because I just Ooh, don't remember. No, we won't. Just fucking Google it, guys. Like, wait, wait, yeah. wait. What, what's, the, what's the question? I wasn't paying the attention. playoff format? Oh, the playoff format is just that you win your division via the playoffs, and then those four teams that won their division basically reseed based on the way that they finished, like points wise. So we can't. It's not going to be like straight bracket style. Once you win your division, oh, it's, it's going to be eight. like the like the the team with the most points. The the team that wins their division in the playoffs with the most points is the one seed. The team with the second most points is the two seed, and so on and so forth. So it's not like the first round isn't just in division. No, the first round. No, like. That's what I'm saying. Okay. It starts. It starts out where like I get it. In, like all right. Let, let's look at the East. Like so, the Flyers win the division. They play the fourth team in the East, yeah. which is whoever, and then that keeps going until someone is the last team standing in the division, and then they go to they go to the four team bracket with all the other teams that won their division. Okay. All right. So we have the President's Trophy predictions. 
Who comes out of the East and West? Flyers Abs. Well, again, there there isn't an East and West. So uh, who who are the you two Stanley Cup representatives? Hey, oh, there we go. Now we're right. Flyers Abs. Um. Yeah, I didn't really think of this. Yeah, I hadn't gotten that far. <laughs> come on, you two. You can. You can come oh, up with. I'll a say. Uh, I'll say Toronto Abs. Ew, Charlie. I mean, let's. Do what I always do every year. Flyers Vegas. Flyers Why not? Vegas. Man, like I want to pick the Flyers so bad. Do it. Uh Colorado. God damn. I want to pick Philly so bad. Then do it. Why can't you do it? <sighs> They're Is good. I know they are. Fuck it. Colorado Philly. I'm pretty sure I picked no. that last year. I'm so pretty sure that, pretty sure that well. was my pick last year. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so we have the we have the two Stanley Cup representatives. Who is the winner of Lord Stanley's Chalice? I think you know. <laughs> it's, it's Kelly. Who do you think she's going to pick? It's the Flyers. It's the Flyers. I, I'll put that on the record. It's the Flyers. I, I'm, I'm picking the Avalanche. I think they're the best team. See, now I've backed myself into a corner because I don't want to pick the Flyers to lose, but I think they would. They would have a real tough time. I still think they're going <laughs> to uh, Yeah, I'm going to go Colorado, and I'll be pleasantly surprised if it goes the other way. Driver. Not- I already said the Flyers. Oh. Okay. Heart Trophy. Who's the MVP? Well, I mean, if guess I'm picking what, the Avalanche you. to win, yeah. If I'm picking the Avalanche to win the President's Trophy, I guess I'm going Nathan McKinnon. That would make sense. I am going Austin Matthews. I'm gonna say se- I'm gonna go McKinnon as well. Actually, I hate this. <laughs> <laughs> well, tell us how you really feel, Steph. <laughs> I can't give away my my votes for free, guys. Oh, for fuck's sake. Um, Sean Couturier. There you go. go. That's the one. Vezina Trophy, best goal. Carter Hart. That would be nice. Yeah, let's yeah let, let, let's get wild. It's gonna be Carter Hart. Oh my God, the two of you are out of your minds. I, Who else are you picking? I'm thinking. Like I wanted to be do Carter what's Hart. In your heart. But... Do what's in your heart. I got Bear out from behind the bed, and he went and got stuck again. Just so <laughs> for everyone that's Let him keeping live up his with life. the drama here, he's like yeah. Winnie the Pooh. He's doing great. He's like just. He's got a comfy little spot there. He's fine. The Vezina Trophy is so hard to predict because goalies uh, don't make yeah. any sense. Yeah, it's exactly. all hard to predict because they haven't been on the ice in a long time. So Carter Hart, I'm going. <laughs> I'm going. Just You fucker. <laughs> oh my god, I hate you so much. He's good, you're I'm listen- you're listening to your you. betting friends too much, dude. <laughs> uh, it'll probably be uh, uh, Freddie Anderson, maybe. Oh god. That no. He's not a good goalie, oh. and I will die on this hill. He's really not. He was, he was real bad last he year. Was. He is not Exactly. A good Bounce back. Uh, <laughs> Norris Trophy, I'm just telling you right now, Kale McCarr. Dougie Hamilton. Ooh. Oh, I love that. I'm Spicy. going with Douglas. Fuck, I don't know. Who'd you say, Kelly? I was, I'm thinking now. Oh. I was going to say Heiskanen. I was, but that was going to be the word that came out of my mouth just now. 
but <laughs> no, I I need it to be Douglas. Douglas, he wouldn't have won it this past year if he didn't get hurt. Yeah, like I know. he was right there. Yeah, yeah, I'm going high skinning. All right, Selkie Trophy. Is it a repeat performance? Of course it is. Yes, it is. That's how the Selkie Trophy works. <laughs> you are the guy, and then you're the guy until you essentially die on the ice, and then somebody else wins. Yeah, I'm not. It's going to be the Hart Trophy winner and the Selkie Trophy winner this year. I'm gonna. Yeah, I, I, I guess. I guess you kind of backed yourself into a corner there. Steph. If he's <laughs> if he's winning the Hart, he's also yeah, winning right. the Selkie. Has that ever... I would have picked him regardless. Uh, I'm gonna go back to the well on my Selkie Trophy and say Crosby. Oh my god! Oh jeez! And uh, you're picking all of the players on the wrong. And you teams really are I going picked for maximum chaos. And, and teams I picked not to make the playoffs. Yeah, right. I just realized. You're doing great. <laughs> and details. the the Jack Adams Trophy for best coach. Who the fuck knows? God, who the fuck? Knows? The team. Uh, I'll, I'll I'll go with the um, uh, Claude Julian because my I think Montreal's going to be better. Oh, that's than a good pick, pick actually, because I do think they're going to be good. I think it might be Laviolette. Oh, I can see that. Ooh, I can see one. that. Yeah. See, I can't yeah. pick him because I don't think that he's going to, to, you know, completely transform. It's hard that because team. Washington wasn't necessarily yeah, they're not bad. Necessarily bad no. last year, but I'm going to do what I, I always do and steal Charlie's thought and say Claude Julian. I'm I mean, I'm it could be AV. I'm yeah, going right. to say Rod the Bod. Oh, okay. Right. I can see I that mean, too. If they, if they win that division, yeah, that mm-hmm. could happen. They win the happen. division. They win Tampa's division. I could see it happening. I would love that for him. All right, do we... It could also be, you know, whatever the fuck his name is up in Toronto. Yeah, okay. Sheldon? Yeah. Young Sheldon? Yeah. <laughs> Young Sheldon. <laughs> Did anyone watch the playoff game on Nickelodeon? No. No, I was, I was working. All right. It was, I, too, was working. I found it hilarious. Oh, yeah, there was a... There was a... Uh, yeah, that thing was on. Oh, yeah, I watched the Flyers because I'm a professional. Uh, <laughs> anything else? Should we wrap it up? Yeah, why not? All right. And that is all the time we have for you on the BSH Radio uh, season preview thing we just did. Thank you all for listening. Thanks for hanging out. Uh, If you haven't already, hit that subscribe button. Just search Broad Street Hockey wherever there are podcasts. And boom, content delivered to you daily. It's the season. Find me on Twitch, uh, BSH underscore radio, after every game, basically, unless they play the Devils, uh, in which case you'll find someone else there. Uh... Uh, that's it. Uh, my name is Bill Matz for Steph, for Kelly, for Charlie. Have a great week, everybody. Are you ready to talk about sports? Yeah!